Welcome. You're listening to the So Mama podcast. I'm Susan. And I'm Olivia. And, and we're, we're moms. moms. <laughs> Life as a mom can be so fulfilling, so exhausting, so messy, so many things. Through it all, if there's one thing we've learned, it's that there's so much easier when you have a friend by your side. <laughs> so we make a point to carve time out of our busy schedules to talk, laugh, and mostly laugh. Join us as we navigate through the adventure of mom life. We're so excited you're here listening to the So Mama podcast. Hello and welcome to the So Mama podcast. My name is Season. And I'm Olivia. <laughs> and we're here today to talk to you guys about breastfeeding. Well, our, our experience breastfeeding. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what we talk, that's what we do, right? We yeah. talk about our experiences. And we're, think- we're by, by no means, we're, are we experts no. other than with our own child? Exactly. So. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's no, uh, uh, we are absolutely not going to cover everything there is to say about breastfeeding, but we are going to be open and share our experience, our struggles and our um, happy times during um, breastfeeding and, um, you know, how we got ready and everything up until when we decided, how we decided we knew it was time to transition out of that. Yeah, totally. Because we are both now not breastfeeding. And so we've we've gotten all the way from the beginning to the end of the breastfeeding journey at this point. So mm-hmm. the end is also an important aspect. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, shall we start? We, we were going to start by telling our own personal journeys Yeah, in breastfeeding. Do you want to start, Olivia? Sure, I'll go ahead and start. So I, my um, breast feeding education started while Omar was still in my womb and um, he was probably about six months pregnant I was probably about six months <laughs> pregnant yeah I hope so <laughs> when, um, I took a, a nursing class and it was it was timely because he was born at seven months so, oh my gosh yeah so good thing it, yeah 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 it, it worked out and um it was a whole day training it talked it really um got me uh it was the first time that i actively uh spent time um uh, researching and learning about um breastfeeding and it really helped put things in perspective but it absolutely did not you know go over everything that I was going to be experiencing and feeling and um, when when the time actually came. You know, it's mm. kind of one of those, like, I read all the books, all the books say this, but then now this is what I'm dealing with and this is what I'm happening in. Right. Um, yeah. So that that's how it started. And you took that class too, right? Yes. I think I probably took the same class as you. Yeah. Yeah. She was really sweet and really um, – encouraging and um they were talking about how even her own daughter you know uh, was not 
able to to nurse she's a lactation con- consultant and mm. you know her, her her daughter wasn't able to to nurse um so i believe she did emphasize that um she for those that are able to to nurse naturally um she she encouraged it but also did not uh reprimand anyone that sure wasn't able to for whatever reason so that was that was a a cool way to uh, be introduced I guess um with that said I still had a lot of fears around formula because of like everything that we, we were constantly bombarded with with all of the information that like nursing is gonna give this it's gonna create give you the healthiest babies and lifelong, create lifelong learners. And it's going to, you know, all of these awesome things, which, which I do believe, but also um, it was really negatively impacting me when I wasn't able to produce the amount of milk that uh, my son needed Mm -hmm. um, to, to grow into a healthy little boy. So it was really conflicting for me. Um, whether or when I was deciding to introduce formula um, for especially during the early stages since you know like I just said he's he's a preemie so um, that means he I had to come home sleep away from him while he was staying in the NICU so you know at first they he was on a three hour schedule. Yeah, he was on a. Uh, he would wake up every three hours, and um, while I was there, he would nurse. But the one thing, the one rule at the NICU is you could not sleep there. Okay. So, um, if you needed to sleep, you needed to go home and then come back. So yeah. I would leave probably at ten thirty and come back probably like around. I don't know, six in the morning. Yeah. And it was really, really hard during that month. It was a whole 30 days that he spent in the NICU. The first mm-hmm. week was the only week that I was able to stay, not even next to him. I was able to, uh, across the hall, they had a closet size um, little, I wouldn't even say bedroom. It was literally the size of a closet, not even a full, uh, not even a twin size bed. It was smaller than that. Oh, wow. My husband and I would um, squeeze in and they had that and one tiny chair and that was literally it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm pretty sure it used to be a custodian's <laughs> like room. I'm oh pretty my goodness. sure that's what it was. And, um, and so, you know, it, it was a little bit, um, what's the word? Just a little bit. Uh, there was a lot of uh, stumbling blocks along the way. Um, after probably, I would say the first, I, I'm, I'm even going to say like three months. I felt more comfortable after the three month mark. Yeah. And Wait, how then, long? I'm sorry. How long was he in the NICU? He was in the NICU for one month. His okay. 30 days. Okay. Yeah, he was in the NICU for 30 days. Um, and... He, and then we came home and I still had issues. 
like okay. uh with one production and two it would like sting like crazy there must have been something going on because um but i would speak to it with my my, my doctor and a lactation consultant they were like no you're you're fine and i'm like but it hurts yeah <laughs> yeah we about that earlier that you know yeah like no it's not supposed to hurt and I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> like, what do you want from us? I know. It's like, we're like, oh, you're right. You didn't. You're right. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, um, I think we were. He was latching a little bit different, um, and that's what made it hurt. Because you know, as a preemie, he's like, he was itty bitty. He was like three pounds when he yeah. was born. So. Um, so I don't think his mouth was like the right size to, to actually, to latch onto my nipple. If that's even a thing, I don't know, but I did. So what worked for us was, um, a, an attachment. (laughs) What are they called? Nipple shield. Nipple shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nipple shields for the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nipple shield really really was a lifesaver for both of us and Mm -hmm. that really helped us out um you know and and I'm really happy that we um we got to either 21 or 22 months nursing or breastfeeding so and I was um while once we got it down yeah it was it was beautiful because you know he was just for anything, you know, like if he got hurt, give him the boob. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot, I don't know, whatever. Give him the foot boob. If we forgot, like, once he was a little older, like if we forgot the water or, or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, you didn't have yeah. to. You're just like, you're the human band-aid, right? You yeah. got everything. You're the little, uh, uh, you're like the Swiss Army knife. You just have, like... It's good for everything. And yeah. so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to bring any food or water once they get older and they can eat. You're just like, ah, yeah, it's all right. I'll do, I'm good. I don't need to bring snacks. Right. So mm-hmm. once we once we got the hang of it, we were like rolling um, with it. And, you know, I was very um, proud of us finally getting the hang of it. And. Mm-hmm proud of him, proud of myself that, um, you know, it was just, it was really hard in the beginning. I, you know, um, emotionally, it was really hard as well because I, you know, was tr- believing that, um, you know, I should be able to do it for him as a, as a woman, you know, like, and then like you get peer, not peer pressured, but I know way like, I would see some moms in the NICU come in with bags full of breast milk mm. and I would come in with like, here's yeah. feeding. Like, is it enough to get them fed? And, <laughs> and the moms would come with bags full of milk and I'd yeah. be like, oh man. Mm. Yeah, that was That's hard. so hard. Yeah, that and would be so hard. family members, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. you're not even going to produce as much, are you? And then it's like, oh man. that's like a really sensitive topic for me so that was the most sensitive topic for me um in regards to like uh 
related to like mental health and like um just my emotions yeah um, uh anything that was said around uh milk production was hard for me um uh i also the during those i had to quickly get comfortable with formula mhm um sure um just because it was necessary at some points and and um and then was that in the NICU that you started that they started using formula or were you able yeah. to produce enough in the NICU uh no what? they supplemented it was probably i would say 75 25 75% um yeah. breast milk and like about 25% formula and then some days he would have like 100% breast milk Sure, yeah. And then Good other girl. days it would be like it just it would just vary, but overall I would say seventy five percent breast milk and about twenty five percent formula during his time in NICU. Okay. And then after that we just kind of um I like I said, you know, we got better at it and then he was like a hundred percent breast yeah. milk. Uh, and unless like I was away from him for over three three hours, which was very a rare yeah <laughs> and I, because I say like rare with a with a slight chuckle because looking back you know um I you know I feel like I needed a little bit more time off <laughs> Not sure off, yeah totally but, you know a break yeah a bit more of a break so that's uh the general how how we did generally oh the last thing that I wanted to mention um was that I was definitely one of those moms that just pulled out her boob like Mm -hmm. for me what worked best was um the two shirts and actually since then I haven't gone back (laughs) I still do two shirts (laughs) nice Um, yeah so I would have the like um little spaghetti strap underneath and then just a a t-shirt over uh huh, and then I would just pull up my my top shirt and pull down my undershirt, mm-hmm. and so I felt that was my most comfortable way, our most comfortable way of doing it because he did not like to be covered, and neither did I. I didn't yeah. want to be covered. Like at one, I once read a quote that said, "We don't eat with blankets over our heads." So what yeah. should they? Yeah, but, totally. Um, and then I remember this one lady, like I was in Costco just waiting for my family and he was hungry. And like, I just sat down like on the floor by the exit and just started nursing. And this one lady was like, good for you. <laughs> That's good. I'm hungry. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we all need encouragement in those times too, you know, because like, I think even, I don't know, at least for me, I, I can't speak for everyone, but it was always nice to hear someone just be encouraging and I'd like to think I I don't often maybe I just don't notice you know when moms are breastfeeding in public because we are pretty stealth about it sometimes you know Mm -hmm. even if we're not trying to be like after a while you get so used to it that it's that it's really easy and it's exactly and you can kind of be a little more um discreet about it just uh it's just not as big of a production and so but I'd like to think if I ever saw anybody like you know, sometimes we just need those words of love and encouragement, like yeah. you're being a great mom or, or like, you know, even just something simple like that. You know, we all right. need to support each other. And but 
on that note, you're awesome. And and thank you for sharing that. That's breastfeeding journeys can be sensitive topics for a lot of reasons. And these things, this thing that we're doing, it's it's amazing. Like no matter how it goes or what you decide to do, like you're just trying to provide for your child and do what's best for you and them. And uh you know, no matter what, how it works out, like, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah. And what you did, you know, like to, to have him in the NICU and, um, you know, that time that those first few weeks, uh, I know for me were just so hard and so like emotionally fraught that like being in the NICU during that time period is like, it, it's a hard thing, you know, like yeah. you're worried about them and you're not, you said you had to leave to go to sleep and I'm sure you didn't probably didn't sleep very much when you left. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I mean, you're one strong lady. So like we all are. So thank you. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Like what you said, we all are. Um, darn. There was something I was going to, I was going to say that I forgot, but <laughs> it'll, come it'll come to me. Okay. <laughs> well, and even hearing like how uh, you moved you know, you you used formula for the first part of your journey, and then you ended up going to primarily breastfeeding after that. You know, like everyone's experience is different, and every the way that everyone does things is different, and it's okay. Yeah. And I know, like, I'll share my experience, but like, I know for me that was hard to understand because, like, I I went to that. I don't know that I had the same um, lady. teacher. Yeah, the same lady for our class, but she, the the woman I had, was a little bit older, and it was it was less of like this is my experience as a mother, mm-hmm. as much as like I think she was pretty far removed from that point in her life, and so it was less of her being understanding and like or maybe sharing an experience where it was difficult and more just like this is like breastfeeding is important and it's what needs in it's what needs to be done in order to have like the most healthy baby. And like, Mm. if you know, this is like ultimately what we need, what, what you should do. And so like the, and the thought of they, you know, they bring up like, if you put them on the bottle too soon, then they won't go back to breastfeeding. And then it kind of, for me, it instilled this fear of like, oh, I don't want to like sabotage myself too early, you know, like I want to try to do this all from the beginning. And I think I tend to be that kind of personality anyway, like I'm going to go, you know, like it's all or nothing, you know, like I can't, I can't give in a little bit. Like I have to, I have to go at this like head on and, and I'm going to do this, you know, like Mm -hmm. only breastfeeding because that's what's best for my baby. And yeah, and that's just not how it ended up. And it's, uh, and it's fine, you know, like, like you said, and like many people say, uh, a fed, a fed baby is a healthy baby, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's what you need to do in order to, uh, keep yourself healthy and your baby healthy. And, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I can, I can share my experience though. Yeah. Uh, so we had we did we also did the breastfeeding class and I didn't I don't know that I got much more education other than that and maybe like reading some things here and there online which was probably not very helpful 
either, but uh, I ended up having an emergency C-section with my son and um, and I was able to start breastfeeding, you know, like they bring them in like 20 minutes after the surgery and have them breastfeeding. And so at the time I was pretty out of it. Like, you know, I had this vision of like what it would be like to breastfeed my baby for the first time. And, and it was, that was not it, you know, like I was still very feeling very off from all of the, the anesthesia and the drugs. And I was really tired and, um, but it went pretty well. And then as the second day came around, and I think a lot of people have this, some, some people have this experience where the first day the baby is very tired and quiet and it was like, oh, like he's fine, you know, like he's not crying and he's not hungry. I'm doing, you know, he's doing good. And then the second day rolls around, second or third day roll around and they start to kind of wake up a little bit more and realize like, I'm not inside mommy anymore and this is weird and I'm hungry. And he just cried and cried. And I think I had, I had like a nursing session that was like two hours long and it was painful. And I was crying because I didn't understand like why he wouldn't stop crying. And I asked the nurses and the and the lactation consultant there at the hospital, like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. He's still crying and I don't understand. And this is really painful. And I, I don't think he's latching correctly. And they all they could really, any feedback they could give me was, it looks like you're doing okay. And it shouldn't be painful if you're doing it right. You know, <laughs> kind of like what you were saying. Yeah. It's like, it shouldn't hurt. And it's like, I, I don't know where that came from, but I just don't think that's true. You know, <laughs> like, like I, it's, uh, and I ended up trying to get in contact with this friend of mine who had just had a baby as well and asked mm-hmm. her like, did you experience this? And unfortunately she's like, no, like breastfeeding has uh, been super easy for me. Oh my God. And I was like, what? Like, how? Yeah. I, everyone's experience is so different. Yeah, totally. And I, I ended up, um, uh, having a lot of trouble from there on out for the first, uh, the worst was like the first two weeks I ended up, um, my nipples got really sore and cracked. Like I had like open wounds. Um, I remember every time my husband would hand me my son and tell me like he's hungry, it would be, you know, in the first two weeks, it's every like hour, two hours max. And I would just cry and be like, no, like he can't be hungry. And my husband kept saying, yeah, I kept my husband kept saying like, why don't we try something else and give you a break? You know, like you need a break, and and I was just like, no, like I can't give him a break. I was so afraid. Yeah, um, I was so afraid that it wasn't. You know, I really wanted to go. I really wanted to breastfeed, and I felt like if I mm-hmm. if I stopped and gave myself a break, I would just fail, mm-hmm. and it would not. You know, he would stop breastfeeding, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up with mastitis, so uh, that was really some. <laughs> that was something. I it was like a, it was like the flu. It was like all of a sudden I had the flu. I like my whole body hurt, and not to mention I was recovering from like abdominal surgery, right. and then like, and then my boobs hurt, and like, 
And I felt like I was failing him. I wasn't feeding my son. And like, I don't know. It was just like, I was a mess. Those first two weeks were really, really hard. Um, my my boobs are getting sore. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh such God. a visceral thing like thinking yeah. about it and I remember like you know do you remember like when babies would cry around you and oh, you would totally. just like you would feel the letdown and like yeah. it was just not yeah it's crazy it's very um it's a very like visceral thing and it mm-hmm. and even just talking about it or thinking about it totally. like your body my body is like kind of I can feel myself like tensing up tensing and up. <laughs> um, <laughs> But eventually, so what ended up helping me is I went to our pediatrician and I was like in tears. Uh, My husband was with me. My poor husband is like tired and he's like, I don't know what to do. Like she won't stop breastfeeding. And uh, and the pediatrician said, just she just looked at me and she's like, stop. You're in you're obviously in pain. It'll be okay. Like, take a break. Mm -hmm. Take a break for for a couple days, just pump if you can. If you can't, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your body will adjust. And if not, he'll be on formula and he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let yourself heal because it's not good that you're yeah. not letting yourself heal. And, oh, man, hearing those words, like, I just, to this day, it just, like, I just remembered this, mm-hmm. like, I could take a deep breath and be like, okay, like, I'm trust. I can. This is someone I can trust, and she's right in front of me. She's not behind a computer screen telling me like I'm doing this horrible thing to my child by not breastfeeding him. And yeah. <laughs> and, and I realize like a lot of those articles online are not meant to be that way. But they. I mean, when you're tired and you're um, you're not sure what you're doing as a new mother, like a lot yeah. of those those articles and those that advice that you see online is very um, can be very confusing and, uh, and, you know, can really take you in a, in a weird direction. And so, yeah, eventually I, I gave myself a break. I was able to pump, um, and it was still really hard, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I mean, I, I, I would say it wasn't until he was like two or three months that I really felt comfortable nursing him. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, I nursed him until he was two. Like I stopped, Mm -hmm. I weaned him when he was 20, like the week after his birthday or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, so we did it like by the end, it was like nothing, you know, like you're Mm -hmm. just, like you said, you kind of just whip it out. And it's like, if for anything, you know, when he's crying or if he's hungry, it's like, you always have something there. And, but you know, I, I don't know. It's, it was a journey to get to that place, so. Totally. Um, so you mentioned um, pumping. Oh, my gosh. Pumping. was. Yeah. I think the reason for me why it was the first three months that we got into, like, okay, really good rhythm was because, like, for about the first three months, we I tried, like, pumping and nursing. So, like, my schedule would, would just consist of nursing and pumping, mm-hmm. nursing, and pumping. Yeah. From one to the other. And yep. then I had like a little alarm clock. I, I downloaded an app mm-hmm. where I would put how much I would, I was pumping, how much I thought he, he gained. And like, yeah, he, it was 
crazy <laughs> oh my gosh so I I gave up pumping and ever since then it was I mean I had no reserve like zero mm-hmm. reserve of breast milk in the in the freezer I think I, I had like at one point I had like two little bottles <laughs> but like it was just not working out pumping was not working out for me so I said you know what I'm done I'm yeah. done pumping, you know, like I'm going to feed my child when he's hungry and when I can provide for him and, um, Amen and then, to that. you know, good for you fulfill or f- add in, um, formula when, when we need to. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that, that was something that I did that was helpful for me because it was just very discouraging, like pumping for like 20 minutes and not, you know, just not being able to produce what I wanted, uh, what I was hoping for. And, you know, you talked about like the, the articles online. Well, you know, there's so many products related to that, you know, yes. that, that I also um, bought. So the, the there's a tea and there's a hot chocolate and then there's like some pills and herbal you know everything um, yeah tried a bunch of that stuff and um some I would see some increase but still not enough for me to want to to pump because it was just really painful for me and um mm. It was just not working out for some reason. It was a lot easier for me to nurse with a shield, and then eventually we got off the shield. Yeah. Um. And um. But yeah, just pumping was crazy. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never ended up. I I ne- I didn't feel the need to um like supplement my eating with anything. I I was able to produce quite a bit with pumping and which was um I I didn't really even when I would pump though I wouldn't end up really using the milk Mm -hmm. it just you know which I think was looking back I think it's like a I should have like I should have had um my husband feed him more often you know give me a break and sleep through the night you know something like that but it's so hard in the like in the moment I was, I was worried about him being on the bottle and, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, I, you know, you look back and you're like, that was so unfounded. Like there's no reason for me to have felt that way. And it just caused all of this stress that I didn't need to have in that moment. But I mean, I don't know that there's anything you can tell anyone in those times to help them to feel more comfortable. It's just something you have to go through and figure out. And it's, you know, I think if I could like go back in time to myself, I don't know that I would be able to like yeah. convince myself otherwise. I think the mm-hmm. one thing that would be helpful to me was just would just be someone saying like you're doing a good job. It's okay. Yeah. This is hard. Like Yeah. This is just really hard and you're trying to figure it out and mm-hmm. that's what matters is you're trying yeah. to do what's best for you and your baby and it's it's going to be okay. And yeah, for me, I think if I would have, the only thing that would have helped me is if I, if I would have told myself like, this is part of your experience. Yeah. And that's it. You know, this is mm-hmm. part of your experience. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think I would have even said like, 
it's gonna get better. I just would kind of say this is part of your experience, and and that's it. Yeah, because totally. every every experience is gonna be completely different, and oh man, it's a lot. So let's why don't we um, share how we decided to to wean? Yeah, let's do that. For us, yeah. it was starting to get uh, annoying. I'm gonna I'll go ahead and use that word. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, because I knew he was just doing it, it seemed to me that he, you know, it was just what he was used to doing. He wasn't really. Mm -hmm. We were down to like one, maybe two like one and a half like nursing sessions like right after he got up and then right when he was about to go to sleep yeah so actually so I'm gonna say three um or two no no it was like right before nap and right before going to sleep Mm -hmm. and um I could just tell it was he was just dragging out being awake, not wanting to go to sleep, and then mm-hmm. eventually she, he would just have his like his mouth on my nipple and not like suck. Yeah. And uh, oh my gosh, that just reminded me the biting of the nipples. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pain I've ever felt. Has been I know. <laughs> just like ah, just would make me angry like immediately. Just be like, and it's like, why does it do that? Because I feel like that's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Your baby's like attached to you and you're just like, <gasps> I don't know. Like, so we need to have some defense system against that. Yeah. That was the one advice that I think I read online that was actually like really helpful. I don't know if it was the one, but that mm. I actually did read that, you know, like don't do anything like when they do, that. but it's inside. I'm like fuming and like, you know, the cartoons <laughs> they have the smoke coming out of the ears. Yeah. Outside, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could, I didn't, I don't know what, I can't remember exactly what I did, but I definitely wasn't quiet when it happened. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think I said I a few choice words here or there. <laughs> it took everything I had. Jeez Louise. But, okay. um, yeah. so, so we just, you know, it was time for us, you know, um, I probably, I probably like, um, it was probably time even like maybe three weeks before we decided to, okay, transition time. Yeah. And then still he, he has an affection for like breast area, like chest area. Sure. Tactile. Like, so once we transitioned out, he found comfort in pressing his hands, um, on my chest while he was about to go to sleep Mm. and even now as a three-year-old over a year later you know he's it's still um a comfort source for him yeah which is really interesting and um 
we're yeah. yeah it's interesting we're 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 working on um getting him not to do that because you know he still does it and yeah but um but he's been really good about like moving his hands higher <laughs> yeah <laughs> Aww. yeah well that's so sweet though I mean I know it's like not something you'd really want to go on for too long but you know but it's so sweet you know like you're still a source of comfort like physical comfort and like they still yeah. need that from time yeah. to time you know yeah and um oh another thing that happened as a result of transitioning out of nursing, I was able, I'm, uh, my, my husband stepped in. So for me, Mm. um, he, you know, since he was so used to nursing, um, while he was about to be put, um, to, for, for bed down, Mm -hmm. for bed, down for bed, he was just so used to nursing that I said, okay, why don't you go ahead and try, let's try, um, you being the one um to help him go to sleep so so that's been that's something that I was able to have more support because I was I would take on most of the responsibilities for helping him go to sleep and um and now Edgar helps out a lot with cool. that ever since we stopped nursing, and Omar still um, also gets comfort with uh, Edgar's neck, chest yeah. area, which is how funny. Yeah, that's that's so sweet, though. I mean, he it's sweet. He finds comfort in you guys. You know, I know it's like no, no, no. <laughs> your face. <laughs> I I I I know there's these things that they do sometimes that are rooted in when they were little, and it, and it's like. You know, some of those little things they do, it's, I don't know, it's sweet. As much as you got it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> How about you? Um, pretty similar. It just got to a point where it was like, I don't think you're getting anything out of this, and it's getting a little annoying. And uh, so we just slowly kind of... Um, you know, I was like, ah, we don't do that anymore. And he, and generally it went pretty well for us. Uh, yeah. Like we were, again, we were only down to one to two feedings. I went from two to one and then it was like once in the morning. And then uh, one day I was just like, no, we don't do that anymore. No more milk. Mommy doesn't have any more. And <laughs> and then and for a while it was kind of I mean it was sad right it was like there I definitely felt sad and and I know a lot of women feel that um you know depending on how you do it and and your body and how it reacts like you do have that like lowered serotonin serotonin level like there have been studies that have shown like when you stop breastfeeding your serotonin right is that the it, it goes down and and it just you just you might go through like you know, about of depression or like mm. just it's just sad too to not be able to connect with your baby in that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so totally, you know, totally understandable. And and he would say things like he would like look at me and like touch me, touch mm-hmm. my chest, and like no more, mommy doesn't have any more milk. 
you know, like he would, it would be like, he's thinking about it, you know, and I'd be like, oh God, <laughs> like, don't even, I'd be so close. It's like, if he would have asked, like, can I have milk? Like I might've given oh. in a few times, you know, but he, he would just like look at me and say yep. like, mommy doesn't have any more. And oh. I'd be like, nah, no, no more. <laughs> I, know. So, I feel like I was so sad. living in too. Yeah. Like one or two occasions. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, the biggest thing for me was, um, I think, and I, I don't know for sure, There's, I didn't go to the doctor and I had no diagnosis or anything, but I think my body went through a pretty big transition at that time of like, um, you know, like physically, I, I actually ended up um, losing weight and um, feeling really, and it wasn't good. Like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I know like people, yeah, you know, I've been on my own journey regarding weight, but like, um, a lot of people expect to gain weight when they stop breastfeeding. So I think sometimes, you know, that has a factor in what they do, which I don't feel like, I think that just makes me so sad that that's even mm-hmm. a factor in how we determine what to do with our bodies and how mm-hmm. we interact. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this was not something that I wanted (laughs) and I started losing weight and I felt really weak and like I was sick, like my body was not reacting well. And I, like I was going through some type of stress response and, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't at the time I was like, why is this happening? Like Mm -hmm. we were only, I can't be the breastfeeding because we were only doing it once a day, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. how can my body be reacting this way? But I started, it was crazy. Like I had, uh, I lost this weight. I felt awful and um, like emotionally and mentally I felt really weird and it's just not myself. And so I think, you know, during that time we need to be kind to ourselves. Totally. Like our bodies are going through a lot through the entire process. And then, and then once we stop, you're, it's still like your hormones are changing and your body is going through these physical changes and, mm-hmm. um, I don't think a whole lot of attention is given to that part of our experience, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know that I ever ever read anything about weaning and how your body responds to it. Um, It was always, how do you do it? How do you stop? How do you get your kid to not want to nurse anymore? And that was about it. Like, that's the conversation that's surrounding weaning. And I, like, I think a lot more attention needs to be given to like, your body's going through a lot and like you're mentally going through a lot and you need to listen to your body and realize, you know, give it love and kindness in that time and, and maybe go to a doctor if you feel like you need to. And so I don't know, that was, I don't know. I like talking about breastfeeding because I feel like there are a lot of topics that no one ever talked to me about before I had a child. And it was just like, yeah, it's just kind of something you do. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it just, I feel like that was one of the, the biggest points of connection with my son and also mm-hmm. the hardest thing, you know, it was totally. just like really hard for my body and, and for my mind and <laughs> my mental state, you know, and yeah, and it's a tough thing for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the one thing that. I would have liked to have known, like I knew all of the benefits and I, of, about 
uh, breastfeeding and like, okay, like all of the research and blah, 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 you know, at least, you know, at the doctor's office, you see all the posters and then mm-hmm. you go to the class and they tell you all the benefits and everything. And so, you know, for me, it was really hard to accept um, formula, even though I was formula, yeah. like exclusively. Yeah. And, um, and, men, and so like for me, it was really hard to accept. So if I would have been, um, more accepting of formula earlier on, it would have saved me a lot of, um, stress. Yeah. I think that's just the one area that I would have liked to, um, have been exposed to a little bit more because I feel like I was very much exposed to the benefits of, of, of nursing and breastfeeding, mm-hmm. which, you know, are, are all, um, are all great. But I think I would have also liked to have heard earlier on, not ha- already when I'm faced with it, that, you know, a formula it's fine. You, you know, your, your child needs to eat. And right. A fed baby is a healthy baby. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And even if I needed to go like a hundred percent to, to formula, like that's something that I, um, needed to have felt like, okay, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's good. I I hope our listeners out there, whether you're currently breastfeeding and this is like your first experience breast with breastfeeding, or you're pregnant and you, nobody has you haven't you're looking for information or um, experiences, stories, um, or you know you've already experienced it and uh, you know you've gone through your own experience I just hope we can all uh find peace within that journey you know whatever Mm -hmm. ends up whatever ends up happening even if you decide from the very beginning like I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna breastfeed like that's just not the right choice for me for whatever Mm -hmm. reason um you're still a good mom you're still a good parent and you're doing the best you can and you are making the decisions the best decisions that you can for your child and, mm-hmm. um, you know, find support, find, find the support that you need. For me, it was my pediatrician, my son's mm-hmm. pediatrician who finally said like, stop, stop torturing yourself and mm-hmm. find some health and some, like get to a place where you feel good again. And yeah. then you can kind of reassess and see where you need to go from here. But right now you're just injuring yourself and it's not good. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. find a place where you can find support and help and, and love for yourself and, and yeah. your baby. Like you need to come, your health, your health is right up there with your babies because they course. need you. Yeah. So. <laughs> well said, my friend. Ah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> All right. Let's, shall we wrap it up a little let's bit? Do it. Okay. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we hope, uh, let, let us know your, your experience with breastfeeding. If you feel comfortable doing that, share it with us. Let us know what you thought. Uh, find us on Facebook and Instagram 
at uh, the So Mama podcast mm-hmm. and visit our website, somamapodcast.com, to find uh, all of the major platforms that we're on. And we are on all the major plat- podcast platforms. So um, like, share, and review and rate yeah the more you guys review and rate us yeah the more you that helps us it puts us up higher on the on the list of podcasts so other people can find us we'll talk to you soon bye everybody